Hi, and welcome to the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast. I am your host, Suzanne. Now, if you're joining me for the first time, this podcast is about positive vibes only. I think we are bombarded with so much negative information, so much negative stories, and just so much negative circumstances that it's important to counteract that with positive information, positive stories, and positive things that are happening. And if you're going through something, let's find the positive in it. So we always want to highlight the positive so that our story can inspire, motivate, and empower somebody else. So the past couple of months, we have had quite a bit of negative information, negative news. 2020 is going along at its own pace, and it is definitely different from what we're used to. We lost Kobe Bryant in January. Then we moved on to COVID-19, the outbreak that the entire world was impacted. So many lives lost, so many people sick um, with COVID-19 several states. Actually, I think the whole country was under quarantine for several months. Global economy, supply chain, so many things were impacted. Slowly, they're reopening. Unfortunately, not all states are following the social distancing guidelines. And unfortunately, it's popping up all over again. And there's states that are now becoming, getting the second search or they're becoming this petri dish for COVID-19. So wherever you are, I hope that you're safe. I hope that you're practicing the social standards. I hope that you're washing your hands. I hope that you are being safe, not going into large crowds, that you're wearing masks and you know, you're doing what you're supposed to do. I would love for us to get back to the point where we're able to go outside and enjoy the things that we used to enjoy before. But it's going to take all of us working together to get to where we want to be. So I'm going to ask you to do your part and I will certainly do my part. Now, while we were under quarantine, we had this catalyst event of George Floyd's murder that set off this chain of events uh, for the Black Lives Matters movement and just addressing systemic racism that has been in this country for such a long time. So the title of this episode is going to be called Racism in America. And, you know, I saw a meme on Facebook and for those of you who are coming back and I thank you for my loyal listeners um, who has listened, you know, each time I put out a new episode, I appreciate you so very much. And for the new listeners, thank you for joining. But the meme said, racism is so American that if you protest racism, people think you're protesting America. And you're not protesting America. You are addressing systemic racism that is in this country that has been allowed to go on for so long that black lives have been lost over and over again, injustice, inequality, and all these things that are happening. And that is what is happening right now. There's so many different things that's happening all over the nation. And I think the great thing is that the conversations are happening. And I've had a lot of people that's come up to me and, you know, and ask how they could be a part of it. And I will say this, I am happy to help. I am happy to have the conversation and I'm happy to talk, but I cannot, and I am not the voice of the entire race. No one person is the voice of the entire race. So it's important that 
you seek out information on your own. It's important that you read and, you know, you listen to others and, you know, kudos for wanting to understand. But I think it's very important that you do some research on your own. Education is the key. You know, that's the only way we are going to move forward from where we are. This is the only way we're going to have changes that we're fighting for. And I found so much information, even for me as a black woman that's out there, that I've been able to step up even more and do my part. Um, I've been able to help educate friends and family members, both black and white. So if you want to be an ally, you definitely want to ensure that, you know, you're doing the research, you're educating yourself to get to the next level. So a couple of things, um, if you want to understand systemic racism and why it's so important right now that it's being addressed, there was a great speech by Trevor Noah. And if you search for it, you can find it. It's, you know, on the internet. And he was just casually talking about, you know, the George Floyd murder and the dominoes on racial injustice. It's a great speech. It's about 18 minutes long. He's, you know, he really goes into it and explains it. So if you have a challenge, um, understanding, um, there's also a great book that I would would love to recommend and it's called how to be an anti-racist by Ibram Kendi. And you know, what I love about the book, it says, more than saying you're not racist, you have to be an anti-racist. And, you know, it's, it's very important to be an anti-racist because you can say I am not racist because I think it's wrong if a black person is killed by the police. But if you see other instances where black people are not getting fair and equal treatment, you don't speak up or you know, you make racist jokes or do racist posts. So those are things that, yes, you don't think you're racist, but you have to go deeper. You have to be an anti-racist. So that is a book that I would absolutely recommend that you pick up. There's also a couple of um, movies that I've seen that, you know, and there's a lot more books to go with that. But like I said, do the research there's a lot of books out there for you. There's a couple of movies that I'd recommend that I saw. Um, they were great talking points because they really highlight racism in America. It was When They See Us, which is the story about the Central Park Five, about the five young men that were, you know, bulldozered and put in jail for a crime they didn't commit. Um, and this was by Ava DuVernay. And then 13th, it's about the criminalization of African-American and the U.S. prison system that those are both on Netflix. Those are great, great movies for you to see, to understand what systemic racism is and how the black race is impacted. There is also a great play, American Son with Kerry Washington, that I actually had the pleasure of going to Broadway to see live. Um, It is now on Netflix and it deals with a black mother, a white father and a son that looked more black than white. And I I don't want to give away the ending, but his running with the police and him being black and all that, that, you know, that led up to it. So those are some great resources. Like I said, 
great speech by Trevor Noah, great book by Mr. Kendi, um, some great films by Ava, um, American Son by Kerry Washington. And those are all on Netflix that you can get. And then, you know, I was searching because I have a, a lot of people that are asking me, you know, how can they be an ally? And, you know, one of the things I had found, I had found a great resource online and a couple of things. And I found something, this was written in 2017. And it had just given some ways for you to not be racist. And how can you help fight racism every single day? And it's not something that, you know, you, you have to go to school and gain a degree to do. It's, simple empathy and compassion and human decency. And, you know, one of the first things, and, you know, I'm thinking to myself, how appropriate this is now. So you can see that this is something that we have been fighting for a long time. You know, Martin Luther King always talked about, you know, what we're not free until we're all free. And although slavery was abolished, there are still systems in place that the black man, the black race is impacted because of, you know, the, these policies and procedures. So one of the first things it says, you know, how to fight racism is learn to recognize and understand your own privilege. And Right now, everybody's talking about white privilege and everyone's getting upset because I think when you mention the word racism, a lot of people get upset and they says, well, I'm not racist, but you have to get deeper than that and you have to be willing to listen, learn to recognize and understand your own privilege because being white and being black is two completely different things. And you are able to walk into the store as a white person and you're not followed around. But as a black person, I will tell you that you are followed around. I have been the district manager um, for more than one corporation. I have walked into a store and I was treated differently. Uh, you know, I was watched. I was, you know, they were super, super helpful. And I would love to believe that they were just doing their jobs, but there were other people that they were ignoring. And I remember one day I tried a little experiment. I said to them, um, hi, is your district manager here? And they're like, no. And, you know, I knew the district manager by name and I mentioned the district manager name and they said, how do you know them? And I said, you know, well, I'm the district manager for this brand. And then, you know, they fell all over themselves because they recognized what they were doing. So it's important to recognize that as a white person, you do have privilege. So recognize and understand it and don't get offended. It's a fact. That's It's how it's happened. You didn't create it, but you can help impact it. And the other one is examine your own biases and consider where they may have originated from. You know, we get a lot of things from how we were brought up. We get a lot of things from our environment. And I remember a few years ago when the incident had happened at Starbucks with the two black men that the cops was call on them. And a lot of companies did the unconscious bias training because every single one of us have unconscious bias. We don't realize it until we're confronted by it, but we all have bias. So understanding that you have a bias and examining it and you know you'll figure and try to figure out where that bias came from 
I was watching a clip with Louis Farrakhan and, you know, every time somebody got up, all they talked about was fear of the black man. And he, you know, he asked the question, but they mentioned fear. They mentioned violence. Why? If you have never experienced, you know, violence at the hand of a black man, why do you still fear and think that a black man will harm you? So examine your biases and where did they originate from it? You know, it, it's a stereotype. A lot of it comes from stereotype. But again, you have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to be open-minded. You have to be willing to say, I have a bias. Um, and the next step was validate the experience and feelings of people of color. They're not paranoid. We're not paranoid. We're not crazy. And a lot of times, you know, they'll say like, okay, racism, racism, racism. Could we stop with the racism? But if this is our everyday life, if this is something that impacts us, and this is something that we want to change for our future generation, then we have to talk about it. We have to address it because it, it's not going to change if we put, we bury it under a rug, if we continue to not talk about it. And the other one is to challenge the colorblind ideology. You know, people will say, I don't see color. I do want you to see color. I'm a black woman and I'm very proud of that. My kids are black girls and I'm proud of that. My husband is a black man. There's, I love my color, my culture. So saying to me, you don't see color erases my entire identity. So don't say, you know, when I look at people, I don't see color. Acknowledge that they, they, they are black and they might have experience is that are different from yours. And you know, the other one, which is so simple call out racist jokes and statements. If your friends or your family members are making racist jokes and statements, don't laugh, address it, highlight it immediately. They might not know that it's wrong because you got to think about it. A lot of times these jokes are made, you know, like at a cookout or barbecue, something like that. Little kids are around and they're picking up on it. Um, so they have this in their head. So as they grow older, they are going to continue this. Um, and then find out how you can help out. Are there organizations that you can, you know, donate to, um, you know, does your company have a pipeline for black people? And it's not to give them preferential treatment, but it's to ensure that they have the same equal rights as their Caucasian counterparts, that the, you know, the room for growth is the same for them and for everybody else. Because oftentimes it's not a black person is overlooked for a promotion, even when they are more educated than their white counterpart. And if they're equally educated, then it's a wrap. They absolutely will not get it. Um, you know, support black businesses. You know, uh, I understand you want big organizations and conglomerates and things like that. And, you know, they have the big fancy stuff, but shop at small businesses, shop at black businesses and things like that. And I, you know, recently, and a few years ago, I started this, but recently I really started to listen to the organizations that I support, um, you know, their views, because you have these people will have these views and it's just 
harmful and hurtful. And I'm like, I'm not going to support somebody who believe in the complete erasure of the black race. I am black. Um, and you know, and another thing to think about also, if you work with somebody who is black, you know, don't just assume that they have all the answers to help you to be anti-racist. Don't just assume that their experience is like every other and have a conversation with them. And if you don't feel comfortable having the conversation with them, that's fine if they're your peer, but supervisors and HR and diversity um, experts and, you know, all the fancy titles have the conversation and get educated when you're having the conversation because I've had some interest in conversations. And at the end of the conversations, I'm just thinking what just happened. And I, I will say I appreciate them trying, but at the end of the conversation, I was left scratching my head, say, I'm not quite sure where they were going with that. So kudos for wanting to have the conversation but ensure that the conversation that you're having doesn't bring more harm than good. And another thing, um, you know, be mindful of your social media posts. I have had to recently, you know, block several people from my social media. If you are friends with a black person, you have to understand what's going on right now. And posting all these informations and racist and harmful thoughts and things like that. It's just not okay. And it's not appropriate. So I'm hoping that these will help you. But I think the biggest thing that I hope you get out of this is that educate, 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 research, 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 listen, 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 it's so important. If we're going to move forward as a race, as a country, we have to start listening to each other and we have to accept that the black experience is different from the white experience and we are going to have to address it and fix it together. So I thank you for listening. Now I am going to ask you to, if you like what you heard, please go ahead and subscribe. I'm available on buzzsprout.com. You can find me on Pandora, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iTunes. And you can find me at my website at www.positivelysuzanne.com. So go ahead, subscribe, um, leave a review, share. And until next time, this is Suzanne signing off. And I hope you know that you can be the change that you hope to see.